0: Welcome to the Dawn Podcast, another 30 Days of Hope episode. Um, if you're not there already, go to the mydawnofhope.org website slash blog, and you can read the blog along with listening to the podcast. There's a player on the same page, so you can listen at the same time. This is day 19, and Joanna is here again. Hello. So the verse she picked this time is Jeremiah 2911, which is a popular verse that I couldn't believe anyone else had no one else had taken. It's day 19. <laughs> yeah. I was shocked but it says for I know the plans I have for you declares the Lord plans to prosper you and not to harm you plans to give you a hope and a future um so what led you to that verse and what really hits your heart for hope about that
1: well yesterday I was just kind of thinking and stressing about my future honestly (laughs) and this morning I had the thought to write one of these and that I was reminded of this verse but like I can of talk about it a little bit, but when I was in high school, I mean, and everyone was starting to talk about college during like your senior year and stuff like that, it gets stressful and there's a lot of pressure. And the Lord just kinda of brought me back to that with like, you know, God was kinda of just like, I've got you. Yeah. You know, I have the plan, like I have your life planned out, you don't have to worry about it. And so I don't know, that just gives me hope that even if I mess up that because <laughs> i'm going to be okay
0: <laughs> well and it's one of, i think it's one of the biggest things in the whole bible because like everything we've been talking about for the 18 days has been you know listen to god follow god's plans here and this is kind of the verse that says you know i promise those are good plans and, yeah <laughs> you know and that they're to prosper you and all this stuff because i think you know there's a belief that a lot of people have that being a christian and following god's plan means sadness and hardship and
1: yeah
0: like you're never going to make money or any of these things you know and this is saying no the plans i have for you are to prosper you and not to harm you and give you hope in the future and that that gives you confidence and peace to follow what he's saying because it's not gonna be bad (laughs) yeah (laughs) exactly
1: so many things are like portrayed as like in the christian walk that it's going to be like toil and it's going to be stressful and hard, which you know, there are stressful moments and there are hard times, but it comes with any life that you choose. Yeah. And but with having a relationship with God, you get this promise in Jeremiah about like you said, like they're good.
0: It's Well and everybody's different. Everybody has a different calling and plan that God has for their life. And it's crazy to watch how everybody if they fall into that, when they fall into that, they're just happy no matter what it is. Like Mm -hmm. We might sit here and think like, oh, being a missionary sounds hard and difficult, especially in, you know, Africa or China or one of these places where either it's really like third world or it's you're prosecuted if you're a missionary and all mm-hmm. this stuff. And we being know those persecuted. people. Persecuted. You
1: said prosecuted. Well, prosecuted too. Yeah, but... That's not but anyways, that wasn't the
0: biblical term. Anyways... <laughs> you get know what I'm saying and so like that like to me that's like that sounds stressful yeah and I'm sure it is stressful but like we know people that do that and they're just happy doing it. Mm-hmm. and it's like so if it you're in the up. call then you're enjoying it 100 yeah. percent, no matter what it is
1: well there are people who aren't built for what we do I mean running a ranch isn't exactly quote unquote easy but I <laughs> think it's like we think it's fun and it fills us up yeah and so
0: and that's how it works so you talked about, you know, the college stuff and all that. I think that's a big deal, too, just because peer pressure can push you out of, or not even necessarily specifically your peers pressuring you, but just the way that we operate nowadays is mm-hmm. to like go to high school, get, get how many scholarships you can get, and go to college, and then yeah, kind of whatever after that. When you break <laughs> out
1: of that mold, it's not... Crazed, I should say. I don't know the right term to use, but it's not like most people don't do that. So when you do that, it's weird.
0: Yeah. And, and it, even if like nobody directly makes fun of you, you kind of feel the like
1: judgment. Oh, I'm a, like
0: different, <laughs> and we all know it, or something like that. Yeah. And a lot of people, I think, a lot of people don't go to college, but not everybody. Like you're still expected to for some reason. It's yeah. weird, and I don't like. Cause I kind of did the same thing you did. I was going to go to college and then I was like, never mind." And then I ended up never going because I didn't need to or want to. Yeah. And I'm not saying going to college is bad. Like if you want to do something that requires a degree, if you want to be a doctor, a liar, a teacher, any of those things, you need to go to college and that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> but I'm not really cool with that. That's just my example of like, I was going to do that because that was the thing to do. because I was going to go play football in college and that was just, what I was going to do. Cause that's what I always wanted to do, I guess, was play football in college. What I figured out was that I didn't want to do anything other than play football in college. We did do school for four more years. <laughs> Which, and since I didn't really want to pursue anything that required a four-year degree, I was like, why would I do that? So I did. Yeah. But, And then, like, we bought this place in the period of time that I would have been not here. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Probably
1: um, wouldn't be engaged to Ivy at this point. Uh,
0: yeah, that's a weird thought. <laughs> <laughs> But it's kind of crazy, like, and God, and just to listen to God in those moments and, like, be open to it, be open to either option, like, this is a big part of the podcast I did with Teresa was, you gotta be okay with both answers, like, if you're gonna yeah. ask God a question, you gotta be okay with both answers, you know what I mean? Otherwise don't ask the question. Yeah, otherwise <laughs> don't ask the question. Because, like, she was talking about relationships, and it's like, you know, if, if you're not sure about somebody that you're dating and you ask God, you got to be okay with him saying no
1: mm-hmm. or
0: him saying yes. You got to be cool with either one. And that's hard sometimes. And that's hard with anything. Like, yeah. But that's such a big part because a lot of times the thing that God's saying isn't the decision that you would make. Otherwise, you wouldn't have to ask God because you would just get it right all the time. <laughs> yeah. So, you wouldn't necessarily need God. You got to be okay actually. with either one. And you got to trust that his plans are good and that they are to prosper you and not to harm you and all this stuff because that's what lets you take that step because if you don't believe that god's plans for you are good then why would you listen to him like <laughs> yeah <you know? laughs> and so
1: that's where trust comes in
0: yeah trust is a big part of the whole thing and a big theme throughout the whole thing too is just been those moments and being intentional listening to god and all that stuff
1: yeah
0: and so it really follows in the theme of that it's like have confidence that God is doing the right thing. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Well, it's weird because, like, I feel like us as humans, like, the word literally says God is good all the time. He's faithful. He won't fail us. He will never forsake us. And he's proven that to us, but we still doubt it sometimes.
0: Well, I don't even know (laughs) if people consciously doubt it. they just, like, don't... Maybe you can't see the physical reason that it's good right now, or something like that's part of one of Michaels podcasts was that where it's like you're talking to your kids and you know you're like, Hey don't do that And they're like, why? And you can even you can even tell them why if you want to but they don't get it. Like they don't yeah. understand. Like you have to and that's kinda of our relationship with God sometimes. God has the whole picture and we don't. Mm-hmm. So sometimes God might tell you to do something, and you're like, that wouldn't make any sense, but it does.
1: Yeah, we just can't see the whole picture yet.
0: Exactly. (laughs) Which is
1: generally a good thing, because I was actually, I was thinking about that this morning, so I was like, I wish that I could just, like, see even just a year down the road, because I feel like that would make life right now easier, and then I started thinking about it more, and I was like, wait a second, I'd start to try and do what I was supposed to do then, now, and that would end horribly.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, and even if you didn't do that, it would still be more stressful, because you'd be worried about taking a wrong step that wouldn't lead to that future or you'd oh, yeah. be worried about changing that future yeah. or something, and it would just make everything more stressful. because yeah, <laughs> you would know what you were screwing up. Yeah, if you, you know.
1: It's like at least now we can know that the outcome will end up being good, and that's something that we can cling to. Is just the work, like the good part. Yeah. Even if we don't have the full picture, because like you said, if we knew, we would just, yeah. just see
0: more about it. <laughs> <laughs> so just. Because God will give you a step at a time, or even a couple steps, but he's not going to give you the whole picture, because you can't, you can't understand it all. Like, it's like if you try to think back, think about, like, God being, existing forever.
1: Like, before time.
0: Before time. And before, like it says, in the beginning, the Spirit hovered over the water, and it's like, what water. I know. Like, where? When? How? How was there water? (laughs) Like,
1: I yeah. don't like so you know. You I mean. enough and your head starts to You hurt. <laughs> can just explode. So there's yeah. no,
0: like, uh, when we're in heaven, I'm sure that we'll be able to fathom a lot more than we can now. Mm-hmm. You know, but there's no way that you could <laughs> understand yeah. everything now. And so you just pray to God and ask God and he gives you a standard time and you make it. And then, at the end, you can look back on everything and see how it all made sense.
1: Exactly. You know?
0: But, like, like in the natural, in a lot of cases, going to college, not going to college doesn't make sense. It's mm-hmm. like, college is how you get a lot of jobs, you know? And, but I don't think, I don't know if if I or we had gone to college if we would have got the ranch. And like you said... Yeah. I mean, me and Ivy might have still ended up in yeah. got together, but... I mean... Who knows how or when. I forget how many years out of high school I am. I guess I'm 23, so I would have just gotten out of college.
1: Yeah.
0: Or I would be getting out of college, maybe. Would have been last year. Would have been know. last year. That because would I
1: would be scared. a junior right now. Okay. Reasons. Yeah.
0: Or, so I would have been out of college like a year ago, and who knows where I'd be. Maybe I would have been back here, maybe not. Who knows? Yeah, um, I don't know. So, it's... I
1: would hope that I'd be up together in whatever
0: scenario there is. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad that you hope that. So. <laughs> Um, just reading through your thing here. So you talk about in here, you're like, you know, today my fears of the future look a bit different than they did in high school, but I still catch myself being anxious or fretful about how my life will look. But, I know, but now I know how to catch those thoughts and replace them with the word of God. I know that I can look to God with hope and trust him no matter what I may be feeling about it. So kind of talk about what you mean by like catch those thoughts and replace them with the word of God.
1: Well, it's like, um... When I have those thoughts of, like, I don't know what I want to do with my life or something, um, I recognize, like, okay, that's an attack because, or maybe attack is too strong of a word, but it's, like, that's the thought that comes. It's the wrong way of thinking. Yeah, it's the wrong way of thinking. It doesn't line up with the word of God. And so I recognize those thoughts now because I have such a deep relationship with God, and I know his word, and so when I get those, I, I can go, like, oh, wait. God knows the plans that he has for me. Yeah. And they're good. So I can lean on that because I trust in God because of the relationship that him and I have built instead of taking however many hours or days stressing about one thought about who knows yeah. what. Like. And that's a, big,
0: that's a big message to people like, and really of any age, but especially our age and maybe even younger. But like, you don't have to know right now. Like, yeah. No matter how many people ask you, you do not have to know right now. It does not matter. You'll figure it out. It's gonna yeah. be fine. Like I'm can- not saying don't make a decision. Like when you're 18, you're gonna and you graduate high school, you're gonna have to make a decision to go to college or not. But you don't have to know that when you're 17, 16, 15, mm-hmm. or even three months before you graduate, you don't have to know. Like yeah. you just you just need to pray, and eventually God will download that information to you. But it doesn't have to be. You don't have to know. You don't have to stress about that from the time you're a freshman in high school all the way. Or if you're a freshman in college, you don't have to stress about jobs after college yeah, for, for, for four years before you do anything about it.
1: Mm-hmm. Like,
0: that's just unnecessary stress, and high school and college are stressful enough, you know? Yeah. <laughs> one thing,
1: I always, one thing that I remind myself of a lot is, like, okay, you're 21, you have a lot of life left to live, you don't have to have life figured out right now, <laughs> because I don't know, I get in my own head, I mean, you know this about me, no. but, like, I can't I don't know how to explain it, but it's like I get in my head, and suddenly I'm like, oh wait, I have to have every single detail of the rest of my life figured out. And it's like, wait a second, that's completely unrealistic. I imagine...
0: <laughs> Ivy does that sometimes, too. I imagine okay. that y'all's brains are like that episode of Spongebob, where there's all the little Spongebobs in yeah. the game. <laughs> and then, I forget what he did in the episode, but they start freaking out and running around, there's fires. Yeah. <laughs>
1: that's pretty realistic when I, like, when I get in my head about <laughs> things and start overthinking, that's... That's a really
0: good thing. Yeah. <laughs> so one of the things that you say in here that's really good is I encourage you not to stress about the how, but to focus on the why. And so what do you mean by that? And, like, I think that's a really good sentence, but I'll let you explain.
1: Yeah, well, right around that, um, I talk about a teaching that I listened to, and I'm, like, 90% positive that it was Chris Ballatin, But I don't remember exactly. <laughs> okay. But um, it was – he was talking about – how God has a purpose on our lives. And, you know, a part of that is making disciples of all nations, but each person that's going to look differently. But we just seek God about that purpose. And then there are multiple ways that you can get there. So it's like, okay, you get here, you get to a decision. So you have option A and option B. Those are hows. And no matter which one you pick, it'll get you to the same spot, just in different form. And so that's kind of where it came in with the how and just like, you know, messing up, you know, if you mess up one how, then you can just do a different app and it'll yeah, work yeah. out like
0: does that make sense there's a lot of ways to do things is yeah what you're saying, kind of so don't worry too much about which one it's like i use sports analogies with that where it's mm-hmm. like there's a million different offenses and defenses and football or whatever out there and everybody can have success with most of them it just depends on the talent that you have and the knowledge that you have to be able to put to use like you know what i mean but there's not like like you shouldn't be out there like this is the only one that works because it's not true like a yeah. bunch of them work you know
1: and like one uh kind of example from that is after my first year at Caris, during that summer i was looking back at going to college or second year and i just remember the lord asking or telling me he was just like "Hey, both are good options but one is better and in like my spirit I felt that that that's scarce and I still think that's true because I'm I don't know I would probably still be way more introverted than I am (laughs) right now or like I used to be but I knew that both would be good I knew that I would have a good life no matter which way I went but I knew that one might just be a little bit better maybe I would be stronger in certain areas, and I wouldn't be in the other one. Like, I, yeah. I don't know, because I didn't go the other route,
0: but <laughs> that's kind of the how, I guess. Sure. And one of the big things that that made me think of, too, is like, I think there's a, I don't think it's a big problem, but it is a problem with some people, and it's a big problem with people. It's with, if that makes sense. But, like, don't demean other people's gifts. Like, one of the big things that's going around right now is the fivefold ministry, and it's really good, and it's true, and I like it. Mm-hmm. But, you know, Prophets are not better than pastors, and pastors aren't better than evangelists, and, like, mm. evangelists aren't better than everybody. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> that was a joke. Um, <laughs> but I think that's a big thing, where people get their calling, and they're like, oh, that's not as cool as someone else's. Yeah. And it's that's not ever the case. And, you know, everybody's—because you might say, oh, you know, ex-evangelist saves— saved millions of people or something and I'm gonna save thirty, you know? Yeah. Or something like that. And or thirty tops. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But it's very possible that if you're working whatever job or doing something else that you might say is smaller or less important, that you might get to thirty people that are unreachable by a television evangelist or whatever. Yeah. Right? And God wants to get those people too, but to get to those people he needs someone to not be a television evangelist. He needs someone to be a Mechanic or a construction mm-hmm. worker, whatever it is, to get to those people, you know. That's, I think people get beaten down, or not even beaten down, but they beat themselves down because of the title that they think they have, or something. Or, yeah. And that's not a thing. It's like <laughs> it's, it's whatever you're supposed to do, you just do it, and you're going to be fulfilled by that. A and B, you're going to reach people that could never be reached by anybody else.
1: Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. God doesn't. He didn't create certain gifts. Higher
0: than the other ones. No, every everybody from like the janitor to the CEO is, if they're in their calling, Be doing cool. great. Yeah. You know what I mean? It doesn't matter.
1: Because <laughs> like the janitor might run into somebody while he's you know mopping the floor or something that he that that person would never come into contact with the CEO. Yeah. And stuff like that. Exactly.
0: So um, I'm gonna read your prayer real quick. So it says. Father God, thank you for this beautiful day you have given me and the purpose you placed on my life. Help me not stress about the how I'm getting to the destination, about the how I'm getting to the destination, but to focus on the why you've given me. In Jesus' name I pray, Amen. Um, so just talk about that prayer a little bit, why you wrote it that way.
1: Well, my dog woke me up at like five forty five this morning. Uh. and so I went out to walk her or whatever, and the sun was like just rising. And so it was just, like, chilly, and the sky was clear with just, like, a few clouds. And I don't know. It just made me very thankful, even though <laughs> I was not wanting to be awake then. But it just made me really thankful for the beauty that God gives us every single day. Yeah. And I just think it's really important to have a thankful heart. But then also just asking God for help is important. Because He wants to help us, we just have to give Him permission. Yeah. And so this is kind of a way that if you truly were meaning this in your heart... You're giving him permission to help you not stress and live more peacefully, which I think that we all want. And this is kind of door opening to it, I guess.
0: Yeah, that's been a big thing. It's been talked about throughout the podcast is just letting God in and having those moments where you're like, all right, I need help with this. (laughs) Yeah. is really the biggest step and the biggest part of the whole God pulling you out of a situation is that you have to live. (laughs) And sometimes that's hard, you know?
1: and it's as simple as asking a question
0: yeah and like the beautiful days you're talking about Colorado is pretty sweet I wonder if people in Seattle have those moments where they walk outside and they're like yeah clouds and gloominess and rain I don't think so (laughs) I don't
1: know but there are people people. who like that climate I'm just not one
0: of them yeah um do you have anything else you want to say no alright um Sorry for ripping on Evangelist in
1: Seattle
0: today. I'm just joking. Thank you for listening to the Dawn of Hope podcast. Please subscribe to this podcast feed and turn on notifications for more conversations and audio versions of Sunday's teachings. Our Sundays begin with a light breakfast at 9.30. The service begins at 10 o'clock. Groups and Bible studies throughout the week include undivided young adults groups Sunday evenings at 5 o'clock, bringing young adults from all walks of life together. Follow-up Wednesdays at 6.30 on Wednesdays, a conversational Bible study based off of Sunday's topics led by Michael Roberts. Prophetic writing on Thursdays at 6.30, hearing God's voice through journaling led by Joanna Harrison. All events are at Don Hope Ranch at 178 Palmer Drive in Florescent, Colorado. If you would like to donate to Don of Hope, you can visit mydonofhope.org and click the donate button on the sidebar. If you're interested in holding an event at the ranch or would like more info on anything that we do, please call us at 719-687-3425 or send us an email at info at donofhoperanch.com. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you on the next episode of the Don Quote Podcast.